Good evening and welcome to episode 16 of Channel Massive, our sweet 16 episode. Oh, Which will be full of touching homages to John Hughes movies. Well, yeah. <laughs> and other special I'll, moments. We'll get some good soundtracks. I was under the impression that tonight's theme was mature. Well, some of John Hughes movies were kind of mature, though, like in <laughs> content. Right? I mean, Breakfast Club was rated R, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I think so. Huh. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you think about it now, I mean, it probably would be rated PG-13, but back in the day, it was rated R. It's pretty racy. Molly Ringwald's nipples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that'd be a, an A rating. <laughs> in, in video games, that'd be an adult rating. <laughs> nipples are the borderline. Underpants. <laughs> girls, oh, yeah, they did have her panties. Not mm. 16 candles. Sorry. Yes. Failure. Actually, I don't think she was wearing them when they showed them. <laughs> Ooh. So this is Noah. Excuse me. I know. Refraining from the nipples and panties discussion. <laughs> Quite maturely. We are off to a good start. <laughs> panties. <laughs> yeah, maybe tonight's theme is immaturity. Yeah. And panties. <laughs> you always got to throw that in, don't you? A little bit. Yeah. It's just the word panties. But not panties. Panties. Isn't that such a fun word to say? Panties. That would be Jason. Yes. <laughs> I like that word. Panties. Panties. Does that mean your favorite word, Jim, is nipples? It's a good word. Okay. I like the word soup, too, but I mean, that's, <laughs> that's irrelevant, I think. Mm, combining the two. Soup and nipples. <laughs> no, nipples. Nipples. Nipples soup. No, no, it's, it's panties swimming in nipple soup. <laughs> it's drunken panty soup. Uh, <laughs> All right, so and the name for show. my next band was born. <laughs> and so it was. There we go. There we go. See, so, yeah, we, we quickly devolved from the saccharine coding of Jim, John Hughes movies to... Bad things. <laughs> mature content. That was some mature content. Which will show up later in our show. First, we're going to talk about some technical issues with the posting of our previous episodes that everybody needs to be aware of that we're going to be taking care of. Mark's going to address that. Yes? Yeah, Mark. Perhaps. <laughs> we also have a trivia contest we're going to be announcing with a really cool prize. Then we will move into the MAME project that Jim and Mark are embarking on there. I'm going to MAME Jason. <laughs> there will be bloodshed. Tonight. <laughs> Panties torn. Tonight the studio runs red <laughs> with your blood. Uh, I thought we were just going to lay him off. Excuse oh. me while I... <laughs> I'll announce Excuse that later. I, uh, go to the bathroom. <laughs> in your pants. Then after Mame, we're going to get into our games confessional and talk about what we've been playing in the last week. And Jason has a special experience that he's had in his last week that's going to move into a rant that he has. He's going to show yeah. us how it's done. Pure, untethered anger and rage. Yeah, I can see the build-up now. Yes. <laughs> it's looking very ominous. And mm-hmm. the F word. Yeah, that's right. Because it's mature. Maybe That's right. Two. This podcast has been rated it's R. fucking mature, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been rated R for rancid. <laughs> oh, God. And the last two things in our show will be Twig. The Weekend Gaming. The Weekend Gaming. Yeah. <laughs> And last but not least, a roundtable on, drumroll, mature content. Fucking A. Yeah. Sweet. 
Tits and ass. <laughs> TNA. And Fucking a, TNA, whatever. <laughs> oh, the explicit tag will be on this one. <laughs> it will be unbeatable. Unbeatably Leap. explicit. It will be. We're not bleeping anything. No. Son of a bleeps. Shall we move on? So yeah, speaking Case. of technical stuff and bleeping. Oh yeah. What's going on, Mark? This is where I step up to the plate and clearly assign blame is one of my <laughs> favorite co-workers who had a graduated from West Point used to do. It was his first step in problem solving was to assign blame. I'm ready. So, <clears throat> Noah. Noah. <laughs> this is Noah. You know, if, if you wouldn't let Mark post the podcast <laughs> and write your own RSS, we wouldn't be in this mess. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm behind you 100%. Uh, uh, Noah, you know. Mark, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Failed. Uh, Failed. So how, what, what will you do to make up for this monumental lack of judgment? Lay you off. Um, no, we'll discuss that part later. Um, okay, so the truth of the matter is that I blundered on our Halloween episode and for some reason um, substituted November with October, which meant that all the podcasts, we well, that podcast was released like November 30th. What? All subsequent podcasts, which would be episode 14 and 15, were released in the actual real dates in November. But November. when you're in iTunes... In October... In October, see, you see how this happened, and so what? What this caused is people in iTunes um, may not be seeing that we're releasing podcasts until we actually do get to November, and the first one of that date appears. Yeah. So it looks chronologically as though the podcast came out is episode twelve, then episode fourteen, fifteen, and then thirteen, but that's not actually correct. Um, obviously, they were done differently. And uh, uh, episode 13 was released in the future. As Jason- <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, what you're saying is, is that we've like... Travel time to save mankind. <laughs> the rift in the space-time continuum. That's correct. In my, in my attempts oh my to alter the space-time continuum, and I didn't heed any of the teachings I've had from Star Trek episodes or think heroes. Just slingshot around the sun. I managed to screw up the way that our podcast appears yeah, in iTunes. Many continuity issues as heroes. So basically, <laughs> I'm releasing this episode. It will show up as a November date, even though it's still October. But that should m- make it actually show up for those of you who have downloaded it and are listening to it. And actually, it's November. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> we're talking to all the <laughs> listeners and <laughs> <laughs> what we're you travel time like me, you get confused. <laughs> but basically what I'm saying is um if you want to go back and get some of our previous podcasts. No, not if good. you want to. Do it, damn it. Okay, well You're do it. our massive members. We we did put them out for you. We didn't we didn't go okay. into uh <laughs> podcast fade or anything like that. Very well, did it. Yeah. Oh. Massive members. Well, that's, so I think that's exactly so what he meant. It's a mature show, it is. But anyway, that's the that's the whole deal there. So basically Sorry. we're gonna hire Hiro Nakamura to go post the original thing. He's gotta go back in time. Halloween. Yeah, that's all he has to do. If he's not busy. So that means there's a potential two or three episodes that we've posted that they haven't heard? Mm-hmm. That's exactly 14 and 15 cool. might not have been heard by the majority of people listening to this. Those are some good episodes. It, it just depends on your level and of... educational and... And I wasn't even in one, so yeah. it's got to be good. 
No, it wasn't that good. <laughs> Strangely, with one less person, we managed to talk even more than usual. Yeah, <laughs> that's we like, really scary. Damn, without that damn gym, this should go really quick. And then that was the two-hour extravaganza. So. <laughs> and didn't that happen in July too? When it was just you and me, Mark, mm-hmm. and it went on for like yeah two hours or something. That'd See, I'm starting to sense us. the common problem. Noah. (laughs) You talk too much. Oh, you never shut up. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. And so after November 30th, the shows will be presumably posted on the date that they were. Yeah, then they'll they'll be accurately posted. And the space-time continuum will be restored. I will never screw up again. Sweet. Well... At least with the RSS feed, I'll never screw that up again. Liar. <laughs> All right. What well, look. how about this new contest that we're gonna? Uh, have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a very exciting trivia contest for you. It's exciting, and it's mature. Yes, it, actually, it is. Everything is tying together. It's all <laughs> falling into place tonight. <laughs> and day on target. First of all, we're going to talk about Obese. what the prize is, which is pretty exciting. If if we weren't employees, we would enroll ourselves. But well, after the layoffs, <laughs> <laughs> which I will discuss later, <laughs> you might all have that opportunity. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Anyone who's ever been employed by Channel Massive is not eligible for this contest. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so the prize is if you win. If you answer a question and you win a random drawing, should lots of people answer the question correctly, you will get either a pre-ordered copy of Age of Conan, Hyborian Adventures, or Warhammer Online, Age of Reckoning. Whichever one you want. Whichever one. Awesome. Yeah, it's really killer. Whichever one you're more excited about, you win our contest. That's a tough decision. It would be, because I kind of want to play both. Oh, yeah. But wouldn't it be great if you were getting one of them Well, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So, that said, what is the question? We're dying to know. question is, and you'll have to rely on your experience with their show. You may have to go back to some previous episodes, maybe even ones that are hidden. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to press the iTunes. down arrow in iTunes. In the crevices. They're all available at channelmassive.com. Well, That's right. needless to say, you're going to have to travel through the space-time iTunes continuum. <laughs> yes. And the question is... In what online game did Jim have his first virtual <laughs> Thank you, sexual You're welcome. encounter? I'm there for you, bro. Virtual <laughs> sexual encounter. Jim's been very, Ooh, very I know, I know, I know. That we make sure it's not real life. It's virtual. I'll tell you what. I'm going to give our listeners a, a hint. <gasps> I wouldn't. Nah, no, because they've got four they have weeks to go to back and this. listen. Right. But this this is a good hint. I came on board at episode six, so you don't have to go listen to the first five episodes. That Those are the like best ones. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I kind of went downhill after that. <laughs> I can't place the change that occurred at that point that caused the episodes to spin out of control. But anyway, I digress. Ripped open and. <laughs> <laughs> there was much wailing, and maybe that was it. So, in order to participate Blood in this contest, shooting out of the eyes, you will have to email us at 
Mail at channelmassive.com. M A I L. That is correct. <laughs> the name of the game the gym had his first virtual <laughs> sexual encounter. And it's an online game. And it when like will this winner be Batman. announced, Noah? That The winner will be announced during our very special heartwarming Christmas episode. I like to say X-Mass. You can do that. Awesome. You can. Yes, just like there's a Death Angel X, there is an X-Mass. <laughs> or if we want to be, be kind of politically correct, I guess we could call it like the, the Festivus episode. Festivus for the rest Festivus of us? for the That's rest of us. true, yeah. I will it's, prepare it's a, a special holiday. Festivus poll here in the basement for that. So whether you celebrate Hanukkah, Kwanzaa... Vegan holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, festival. Or if you simply bathe in entrails and blood. Or the winter yes. solstice for that. Let's call it the winter solstice episode. No. I think it should just be the holiday episode. Yeah, I like the holiday episode. That's nice and politically correct. Yeah. Non offensive. That's very good. Yeah, the prize this will is, not be associated with This is a mature episode, so we're going to say true. fuck that PC bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Mark? Um, yes? Is all good? Yep. Sounds good. All right. Cool. So we hope to hear from you soon. And that wraps up our contest bit. Time to talk about the maiming. The maiming. Come here, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that was cool. Squeal like a pig. Yeah. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> and bring my banjo. You so know what is this main deal, Mark? Oh yeah, I'm involved. I guess I you, know already. You, you could ask. You could make a rhetorical <laughs> question of that, Jim. Uh, so yeah. So what was it? Six long years ago, <laughs> I set out upon a mission, a vital, vitally important mission, to build myself a MAME console. And six long years ago, I went to an arcade store and purchased a cabinet, and that cabinet's been sitting in my basement for with, six long years. Dude, and it's, a really, it's a really sweet cabinet, too, because it's, uh, yeah, it's double a Dragon double dragon. dragon, one of the coolest video games of all time. Yeah, I can't wait to actually start and then it finish It has, like, this. those those Mr. T bosses and stuff. Mm-hmm. That That's the one. Yep. <laughs> I love that awesome. game. And it was fully functional when I got it, but I fixed that. Um, <laughs> so now it doesn't work, but it's ready to be gutted and replaced with a PC and a better monitor and turn into a MAME cabinet. Pretty so, sweet. MAME, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, is the... Um, M-A-M-E. M-A-M-E. <laughs> We're all about spelling in this show. It's, a, it's an arcade emulator. <laughs> it's, a, it's an arcade emulator program with questionable copyright status uh, because what it does is it allows people to take the ROMs from the old arcade games that are either gone or soon, or well, they're fading from the earth pretty much. It, it lets you virtualize those. And... Um, and so you can you can use them to to play the actual games as they were back in the day. Oh, and yeah, MAME stands for Multiple Arcade Machine Emulator is the what the acronym stands for. And anyway, that's that's kind of what we want to do. Jim and I want to build and chronicle the building of two of them for the price of two. Yeah, yes, we learned that from <laughs> from that, contact. From contact. <laughs> Why build one when you can build two for the price of two, <laughs> uh, or double the cost? But anyway, yeah, we thought, well, it'd be cool to team our resources. As far as Jim's got some really good 
um, abilities with arts and laying stuff out and design, and I have some um, questionable abilities with um, technical things and stuff, <laughs> as we've discovered, <laughs> and, uh, as, 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 as I've demonstrated in the past <laughs> three weeks. Um, but anyway, we thought we'd we'd kind of team up and build some really smoking um, MAME cabinets, and I've downloaded a whole bunch of games to test it with, and we I've been researching it off and on for six years. But a recent Linux journal kind of revived my my desire to do it, and Jim mentioned it too at a party. So we thought, what the hell? So we thought we'd chronicle it on the website with pictures and stuff. And if any listeners want to follow along and work on their own meme cabinets while we're doing this, we'd welcome you aboard. And you know, we could and we could definitely use comments too. Yeah, we could use comments, and, and we could yeah have a good some good discussions around it. But I think it's a pretty fun thing to do. And, Mm-hmm. It can actually be done legally, which we can talk about. So I think it'll be nice. kind of a cool project. I got a question though. <laughs> why? Oh, sorry. <laughs> why would you guys? Why, why would you guys do this when there's like, like a service like GameFly that's out there that kind of provides all these games on your PC already? But I don't want on my PC. It's the nostalgia of an old cabinet. Okay, I mean, I'm just asking. I want the joystick. I want. Stand there I'm all sure night long. Sure. He wants a mature experience. He wants to sit on a bar stool and play. Actually, I like the whatever. roller trackball that feels like a yeah. really big nipple. <laughs> or what have you, you know. That's a big nipple. Too. That's a big nipple. That's something. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of, I think. That's what it is for me. It's the, the nostalgia. nostalgia. Yeah, that's same for me. It's the nostalgia and kind of the geek factor of, you know, soldering it all together, getting all those wires linked up to the analog control or the digital controllers and everything. It's a geeky bonding experience for Mark and I as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got you guys you guys uh, <laughs> enjoy that <laughs> experience. <laughs> Thank you, Poindexter. Jason, this reminds me of when they were spitting out acronyms at each other earlier before the show. Oh yeah. But it was more like it was like the sound uh D A W. Yeah. Hook the DAW to the TAC to the PVD to the Delta 1010 to the Delta 1010 to the. It really wasn't that complicated. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, it kind of sounded like like a bunch of doctors. It's just two acronyms linked together with some. Herbage. Yeah, but there's a bunch of misunderstood oh, acronyms before that, isn't it? That's when we couldn't understand each other's acronyms, <laughs> which is very similar to when you listen to the two druggies talk about, like, drugs, and they have all the different slang for it, but, like, they don't quite understand each other's slang, and you're like, whatever you guys are talking about, I don't know, but you don't either, so that's even better. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so that's our that's our main thing. Well, that's cool. I'd be interested to see if you can finally bring your six-year journey to, to completion. So do we have an update? We want to give like a little basis for oh, this. Let's Besides see. the fact, I mean, I guess your update is six years ago you bought a cabinet. Six years ago. <laughs> a mission. And you're going to steal. And I would not be stopped. You're going to steal some shit from work. Right. Well, I always do that. <laughs> actually, yeah. It's uh, actually the stuff I'm going to steal, <laughs> air quotes, has been. <laughs> the stuff I'm going to steal has is going to be Borrow. is going to be trashed. So I'm just going to get a couple of monitors that nobody nobody wants CRTs anymore. Everybody wants the mm-hmm. LCDs. So. All right. Well, my update is I will go on a quest for a cabinet. I do not own one. Cool. Yet, as of yet, so I'm going to do that, and I'll we'll chronicle that next year, uh, next 
<laughs> Next year, when, uh, you're moving slow about, too. <laughs> in about six years, I'll, I hope to have this cabinet, and we'll be old men by then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember. So yeah, I'm going to try and get one locally. Hope, hopefully, a broken one, since uh, I don't really need the innards. Right. And uh, and I've also uh, we can post this I, uh, news group on the website, but I found a huge zipped package. Of uh, artwork and templates on Usenet, mm, cool. That uh, I think will be of help. So yeah, I'm really intrigued to see that. Yeah, it's it's a lot of old stuff and then newer stuff that people have just designed for main cabinets. Cool. You know what I've always wanted to get? I mean, I like arcade regular machines, but I think what's really cool are pinball machines. Mm. Not that those are something that you construct or right recreate, but they're also really expensive, too. <laughs> yeah, you can get deals on them, though. If really? You, yeah, yeah, you can get them. It's just the other question is, it's like, I live in an apartment, and there's not really... Pinball machines are kind of loud. Yeah. Oh. It's just where are you going to put it? You know, in the bedroom. They are kind of... They take up a lot more space than an Kitchen. arcade console. <laughs> yeah, who needs a dining... It can serve as a table. It's like a breakfast bar, a pinball Slightly table. tilted, slightly angled breakfast <laughs> nook. Slide me the salt. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be cool. Well, right on. We'll keep us posted on that. Okay. Definitely. See what you have to say next week. Sounds good. But as for last week, for our games confessional, what have we been playing? Jim, you were out of town. I was out of town. I played. I was able to play uh, Cities here. Did you really? Uh, not in Boston, but when I got back, I played oh, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with you all Monday yeah. evening when we <laughs> attempted another task force. <laughs> That rocked. Quickly learning is yeah. a, a doomed initiative for our, our time slot that we try to pull. Yeah, in. I don't think it's gonna. Uh, I don't think Monday night task force are, go- are going to happen anymore. <laughs> well, we'd have to start a few more hours earlier, I think, to really. Well, pull we need off. to have a few a, more. We hours. need to have a land party for a task force. I think. Yeah. And so, actually, Mark and I discussed that. I know. I don't know if this is due here, but uh, I think we'll tell our listeners when we are going to have a another land party and hopefully Sweet. some people can join in but um we were looking at a couple dates and so cool. the four of us will uh, solidify that time frame and we'll post it on the on the site so join us yeah. excellent excellent mark have you been playing anything besides city heroes yeah i've um i've been continuing to explore hellgate london so i've been doing that your little elitist experience elitist 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 oh elitist. uh yeah i've been i've been playing um Playing that and yeah, that's been about it. Honestly, City Heroes and that and not a whole much. I've just haven't had much time. Yeah. Last well, I mean that's for, a lot of stuff to do too. Yeah. So it's been been kind of tight on time, but uh, I'm enjoying you know getting getting to know the world and figuring out what the rules are. I finally figured out where my what the equivalent in Diablo two of a treasure chest is, so I can store my stuff that I might need for later. That's cool. And like a uh, mini vault. Yeah, a little mini vault. But I'd heard you can transfer stuff from one character to another, and I haven't figured that out yet. Uh. So that's my next next hurdle, assuming I actually get some playtime. The only reason I called it Elitist is because earlier when we asked you about it, me and Jason were like, yeah. I'm like, that's fine. I don't want you joining. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I've got 2,000 other friends. Yeah, I have so many online friends. Who needs more? <laughs> Especially real ones. I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah. No, that's been about it, though. Nothing too exciting. For me, it's been a, a little bit of gaming nirvana for me this last week because not only has it been City of Heroes and the really cool adventure game experience of Zack and Wiki on Wii, but Super Mario Galaxy came out. 
a few days ago. Oh, man. You know, just, God, for some reason I thought that... It released a year ago? Yeah, it was released like a long time ago. Yeah, it just came out. Wow. And it's so freaking cool, just the physics and the space setting and messing around with gravity and jumping off the edge of a saucer and it looks like you should die and then you get sucked back onto the flip side of the saucer because the gravity pulls you on. Is it pretty cool using the, the wand with that game? I mean, it's, it just seems kind of weird to me, like, picturing a Mario game where you use the wand as a, as a control device. Well, the way that it works is it controls nunchuck styles, that's what they call it, where you plug an analog stick peripheral into the into the bottom of the remote. Right. And so you control them regularly with a joystick analog stick, and the wand is used to do jump moves or spin moves and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But no, it's not really motion-controlled. So, so as to speak, right? Aside from shaking the remote to make him do his spin move, so it's a lot very similar to previous 3D Mario games. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we're cool. talking about you, but I, I thought about <laughs> some about me I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I thought you get a kick. I don't out know of why that was so funny to me. But. <laughs> I I just wanted to interject, and then you can you can go on because oh, I know Jason I has finished. plans. Oh, okay, so. so um, I've been recruited. Mark, Mark wants to talk about his numbchuck skills. Uh, my numbchuck skills, <laughs> my hacking skills. I've been recruited into a, a virtual band for um, a game that's not even out yet, which is Rock Band, by um, a person that no one knows named Travis. <laughs> and uh, it's his it's his arcade nemesis. Well, self proclaimed by Travis, but yeah, probably. I thought we were all Travis is to be a part little of the person. Rock Band group. That's what I had to tell you guys. Uh, kind of spoken for it's called virtual led zeppelin is the name of our band and lame yeah i thought so too but who came up with that not me travis yeah see well then i guess <laughs> travis we can't play together then i hope travis you know? listens to this no he sucks he sucks he would, ass he would never listen to this but um he's too cool he's too cool for that <laughs> actually i don't think he's progressed to this year yet or to the <laughs> to the podcast era but but uh probably not he's still Jamma and Led Zeppelin. Yeah, well, you know. But, uh, yeah, well, I just Jim, th- I thought that Jim was pretty Noah fun. Jim Noah and I can just be a trio then. All right, we'll be like, yeah. rush to your Led Zeppelin. That's okay. right. That's cool. Who are you going to play with? Like, two imaginary friends? No, he's got he's got bandmates that he was going <laughs> to... You actually recruited bandmates. Yeah, I'm the drummer, this apparently. This cracks so, me up. I was like, well, that's <laughs> ironic, because I'm a guitar player, so... When does that game come out that comes out in the... Or wait, it comes out like a week or two, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you guys, in other words, are you're both getting copies? Wait, does he have a 360? Mm-hmm. No, his friend does. So. Oh, so he doesn't even own the game. No. Yeah. So you're doomed. Doomed to what? Well, lose. To laugh at in you? a battle of the bands. <laughs> Actually, I just I just want to bring that up because the recent South Park about Guitar Hero was dead yeah, on and yeah, so that, funny. That, I heard it that was, was so hilarious. dead on for Guitar Hero and Rock Band and all that. Yeah, I mean, that's what's it, kind of funny it, is I introduced Travis to Guitar Hero because I talked about it. I brought my controller. You created the monster. And he's like, wow, that's pretty cool. I'm like, yeah, you guys should come over sometime and play it. And then he went out and got his own PlayStation 2, became obsessed with the game, has mastered it, and challenged me over Instant Messenger. And I'm like, yeah. And now here, he, here he's recruiting people to a virtual rock band group. That cracks me up. Oh, we're going to compete with other rock bands. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have virtual battles of the bands. Of the virtu- have, like, virtual battles of the virtual bands. You no, know, Mark, yeah. what I think is really sad is you're a real musician. Yeah. I know. Uh, that's the worst part about it. And you're not even spending time making real music. 
Yeah, I'll have to well, change. Travis is a real musician too, isn't he? <laughs> They're all real musicians. Oh. Yeah. I, I estimate that we'll practice once together and that'll be it. That's touching. Yes. Yeah. I thought you'd like that note. <laughs> Uber lame. Jason, let's move on from that riffraff. Hey, Jay, what have you been playing? Um, I've been doing the Tabla Rasa thing, man. Uh, Tabla Rasa has got me totally addicted so far. Richard um, Garriott's Tabula Rasa? Yes. yes. <laughs> Garriott's Tabula Rasa. Proper attribution must be given. Um, you know, like I said, at first I, you know, at first I was kind of just like totally not impressed with it, but, you know, more and more that I've been playing it, it's just, you know, it's a little bit different. It's It's twitchy. It's... You know, it's not like the usual MMO combat style that you normally see in other games. It's, you know, it's just fun. You know, it's like real fast-paced, you know, when you're out in the field and just blowing stuff up. You know, but there's, you know, there's still like the MMO elements to it. You know, it's it's really just, it's kind of got me in script and it will not let me go so far. How does this, your first experience, your first feelings about this game compare to how you felt when you first played Lord of the Rings Online? Well... Uh, Similar or different? not really? You know, with with Lord of the Rings Online, it was just you know I uh, of course I thought the graphics in Lord of the Rings Online were really you know really cool. Well, they are good. Mm-hmm. Um, they are. You know, but then you know, and of course you know there was like the refined polish of you know how the missions were you know well the quests were sorry. It's quests in Lord of the Rings Online. It's missions in Tabarasa. But in, you know, the quest system and everything, it was like, it was still really refined in Lord of the Rings Online. It was, you know, it was story driven. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of felt like you were a part of the, you know, you were a part of the story. Yeah. You know, you're in Middle Earth. You know, so that, all that felt really good. Playing hide and seek with the hobbits. <laughs> yeah, you know, doing all the <laughs> hobbitses. Avoiding hungry hobbits, avoiding, avoiding the, hobbits. Avoiding the hungry hobbits, avoiding the, the, the uh, <laughs> nosy hobbits. <laughs> And killing shrews, but this experience is a little bit different because when I, because when I when I played Lord of the Rings online, I was totally impressed when I when I first started playing it. I was just like, oh my god, you know, this is yeah. this is really cool. But then I started to see, you know, a lot of the flaws right away. In Tabla Rasa, I wasn't. I would, you know, when I first started playing, I really no wasn't that impressed at all. I I had no expectations, and then I was like, oh, the graphics are kind of lame. You know, and, and even right now, I, I have issues with its interface. I think the interface is pretty shoddy. Can you scale it, at least? Oh, yeah. I mean, you could you could do some things with it, but you can't do... I mean, it's still pretty bad. Because I remember Lord of the Rings had those issues, too, right? Yeah, the, yeah. Lord of the Rings interface, when, it, when it's all said and done with, isn't all that great. And Tabla Rasa really needs to work on their interface, I think. I mean, it's just... You know, it, it works. It does what what you need it to do, but it, it could be there, better. It could be a lot better. Yeah. It could be a lot better. I, I think it's more or less. What, what sucked me into Tabla Rasa has been the gameplay so far. Is it's it's a lot more fast paced. Mm-hmm. Um, How does it compare in terms of pace to? I hate to ask, but to City of Heroes. Oh, it's it's faster. Wow. I mean, the combat's faster. I mean, it's just. It's more, I mean, because, you know, it's kind of cool because there's stuff that can drop down at any time. Like the the aliens will teleport, you know, somewhere at any time. And you could just be, you know, totally unexpected. 
and you'll just be like, oh, crap, and you'll have to, like, fight your way through just to get to where you're going. Or or it could be an instance where you're traveling, you don't necessarily have to kill them, yeah. but you kind of feel compelled to almost just because you want to feel like you're helping out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, that's kind of what, how, how I do Making a mark it. in the world. Yeah, you know, it's like... It's like you're passing by and you notice like there's this huge battle going on and sometimes it'll just be some NPCs that are fighting the the aliens and you you just cool. happen to be passing by and you're like, "Oh man, I got to help." You know, That's I don't know, it, it kind of makes you feel compelled to get into the action a little bit. So it's it just seems like it's a little bit more fast-paced and yeah. There's a lot more action to it just right off the bat, you know, and it, it's just it's kind of a fun different environment. Um, and then, of course, I, I played uh, City of Heroes with you guys the other night, and we tried to do uh, the Synapse Task Force this time. Which was within our levels and would give us experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and of course, you know, due to co- time constraints, we weren't able to finish it again, <laughs> which uh, seems to be the problem with a lot of these, uh, you know, a lot of these epic missions... They just require too much time. Well, they just they take too much time, and and on top of that, the rewards don't seem to be so substantial where it compels you to feel feel like it's necessary to go back yeah. and 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 at least do them again. Yeah. And uh, that's part of my rant. So that's what I was going to ask. What what of your experiences you're just talking about has compelled you to have a rant tonight? Well, it's it's actually it's been through City of Heroes that I've finally just become so disheartened by, I, I guess I'll call it epic mission content, mm-hmm. whether it be... Raid. You know, raid content, you know, instances, raid. task forces, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. You know, you, you have you have these huge missions that are supposed to be epic in scale, and you're supposed to be fighting off, you know, you know the biggest and baddest of of uh, villains or, you know, whatever, you know, that you're supposed to be fighting. And it's this yeah. ultimate goal that you're supposed to achieve. But it takes, but it's going to take you three to four hours to complete. And then once you do complete it, there's no guarantee that, you know, you're going to get something good out of it yeah. at the end. I mean, where's the motivation? You know, where's the where's the carrot at the end, you know, that says, okay, you know, here... You know, you've done this, you know. In, you know, in City of Heroes, for instance, it's like, I've tried Positron Task Force, I think. <laughs> I, know, I, I can't even count. I can't, I can't even count the times I've done Positron. And I think I've successfully completed it maybe twice. And that's even with guilds. I mean, yeah, with you know, guild with, or super group no, or whatever. That's with super groups, pickup groups, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like twice. Twice out of maybe 20, 30 times that I've tried to do Positron, you know, it's like, so that's right. like a 10, you, you figure that's a 10% success rate? Well, Sounds that's like something's not, wrong in the design. Well, yeah, I mean, there's something Learn wrong. Learn to play, noob. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you might say that, but I think more and more people have the same experience I do, whether you pick up, whether you have a pickup group or not. You know, you get into a group, they're like, okay, everybody stay in this task force this time. And then inevitably somebody's like, no, you know, we're dying like five million times here. You know, I'm going to quit. And then I like the people that get sleepy at like 1030 their time. You're like, well, no, I mean, it's not even that, you know, know, it's not necessarily their fault. And I'm not totally blaming the designers on this. I just, I think, you know, if you're going to have like an epic mission 
that you you're gonna you know you're gonna base some content around. You need to make it shorter. I mean, you could make it shorter, and you can make it actually you could probably make it shorter and more difficult. But don't don't make you don't make somebody spend the time, you know, like three hours, and then not give them anything worth you know worth anything at the beginning. You know, it's like they give you like a a do or something. Yeah, and, one do or and, an SO. They give you an SO at the end of the in a badge. at the end of the task force, yeah. and it's like, huh? I've spent three hours plus doing this task force that takes. I mean, I can't even remember how long is the Positron task force. It's like, dude, it's it's, it's like twenty something missions. It, it's like six hours or Isn't seven that? if things go well. Yeah, oh, I, I don't mean, know that it's that it long. It is. But, it's taken me that long. I mean, it. it's just ridiculous, you know? I mean, even if you're just playing with, like, less... You know, you're playing with, like, the minimum, mm-hmm. like, four people. I think, I think it's it is slower with four. Yeah, I mean, it just takes forever. But then, you know, if you go with eight, then it becomes so difficult that people become so disenchanted with the... You know, with dying over and over again that they just end up quitting anyway. Well, I think content like that should be, like you said, harder... But not. But the duration shouldn't be so long. You shouldn't get burned out on it. It shouldn't be like exactly. There should be little bouts and fits of hard, super hardness, and like moments where you're like, oh, I can't believe we came through that. That kind of thing. But it shouldn't be like three hours of super hardness because then it's not. It becomes monotonous. You know, it's not like it's no longer. Ex- you you don't stay excited that long about it's it. A grind. Right. It's exactly. A gr- it's a very difficult grind, and you're. You know, people are dying, and, you know, you're having to make runs back from the hospital. But or... there's not a decent enough carrot at the end to even make you want to do it. Not I mean, a single SO. No. And a, and a you know, and even, even in World of Warcraft, with their instances, granted, they, they kind of do their instances a little bit better, where they, they... A lot of those instances can be done, like, in parts. Yeah, they do it much better. Where you can... You can and they don't, they don't do last This branch long. of... Uh, of this particular instance, and you'll be able to complete this particular quest just by doing that branch, and you don't have to do the entire instance right, right. if you don't want to. But even then, the quest reward for doing even that part isn't all that great. And, and in the higher-level instances, where you're, where people are more interested in getting, like, the, the uber armor armor sets and and those yeah. kind of things there's no guarantee that you're going to get those pieces because they have to roll on a DKP system you know oh, so well or whatever your class is you know you might not right you right know. you know if you, if you're playing a certain class and the only thing that's dropping is stuff for like say you're playing a a rogue and the only thing that's dropping is stuff for uh like magic users like warlocks or or mages it means nothing to you. You've basically wasted three, four hours of your time going through this whole instance for nothing. One of my favorite um, podcasters for WoW, Samuel Alterschitz, he um, came up with this. It's that's his name. He came up with this great um, solution to that system for for when you're doing raiding, so that you it basically you start to you know there's a percentage that you'll actually get what you want, and he has this idea that as you run subsequent runs through the, the same content to get what you need your your percentage should, could, should continue to increase until you actually get it so if you're like a mage and you're trying to get these shoulders or something like that as you go through it subsequent times to the first one your, your odds of receiving what you need so you can move on should increase and it's at least better than the real world which is you may never get it 
I mean, well, you will, but you know, it's you could the go twenty five times. Thing is, is that there times. should be quests out there that allow you to get those pieces of armor. Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't just be on a random loot drop. You know that you're hoping that ha- you know right. that you're hoping happens someday. You know, I mean, people be- could be could be raiding the same dungeon for for months, and and they might not see those pair of shoulders drop. Right in World of Warcraft, you know, you know, like I said, there's no. I mean, a lot of people can't, you know, form a cohesive group in in City Heroes either. You know, that says, okay, you know, we're going to all get together tonight and we're going to run the Positron Task Force. Some people can't do that. They have to rely on pickup groups. Well, I'm sorry, but the majority of pickup groups who run a task force in City of Heroes don't finish the task force ever. I mean, it just can't be. It just can't be done. There's like too many variables involved, like family, you know, time. You know, somebody's got to oh, got to go to work. You know, yeah. It's like, or or you always get the people who get ticked off because they keep dying over and over again. So they go, screw this, I quit. You mean the guys that run into the the blaster that runs into the fray as a tank and dies? In <laughs> right. You know. Well, you know, you know that, and or the, or the scrappers who who pull go off multiple, in all different directions. Yeah, they like they go in multiple movie. directions and they end up pulling like ten different groups upon upon your head. Those are always good at the same yeah, time. Yeah, they always you know, they're so kind to always come back to the main group. You know, it's really? just it's one of those problems where you know you just you cannot you know you can't expect that this epic content you know, ever gets accomplished or ever gets really appreciated, you know, when you're, you know, you, you have, you have so many different demands, you know, on people's time and patience, you know, it's like, God, you know, I, and I, I think I even alluded to this when we were running the, the Synapse Task Force the other night, I, I, <coughs> I basically said I ran like three instances in Tabla Rasa in the time that it took us to run like like a good portion of the missions in the Synapse Task Force. And I wasn't lying. I mean, we ran through the stuff. I mean, it wasn't like it was easy, like really easy, you know, but it, it was challenging, but it, the, it, it didn't take forever. You know, the maps didn't seem like they went on forever and ever and ever and ever and right. ever. You know, and there were tons of missions to do, and the thing was is that if you didn't finish a particular mission, you could go back... And, you know, you can complete that mission if you wanted to. That's kind of what I think should be done. Uh, and maybe this goes against the nature or the idea of what task forces and raids should be about. But I think you should be able to log off and come back to it later. Well, I think, you yeah, know, I think in City Heroes, I think you can. I think you can in City Heroes. You can, But you have to do it as a group. Mm-hmm. You have to log off as a group. Can't quit the task force. You can't you just quit, log yeah, off. Yeah, you right? can't quit the task force. You just have to log off, and then when you log back on, you're back on the task force, and that's what you do. But nobody can leave your task force group, or else. But nobody can leave your task force join group. Or else. Yeah, I think you can. Well, we could do that. But the problem is, is that if anybody quits that task force at any time, you can't rejoin it, right? And you'd have to restart it again. Right. So, you know, I mean, even with that caveat I don't know I mean the the reward at the end isn't so much worth it I mean seriously is it and you get a badge 
Depends on how bad you want that badge. You get a badge, and you get... And if you want to see what's there, you know... Yeah, you know, I just I just don't see it. I, I don't see the rewards being that substantial that would make me want to go back and say, okay, I want to spend three hours plus on trying to finish this. That's what I liked about the trick-or-treating event, is that it was pretty quick gratification. There was a random element to it, and there was sometimes some challenge, but... Yeah. It wasn't completely penalizing or requiring a lot out of you to do it. I mean, you know, that's a that's a whole different kind of scenario, you know, that's you know, those are holiday events that, you know, every game does and I, I don't think I've ever seen a holiday event that's ever been set up to where it's like an impossible task, you know. That you... Well, that giant jack lantern <laughs> guy was pretty hard to kill. Hey, I, I, I killed him, though, with my with my blaster that one time. That was fun. Yeah. Of course, that pissed everybody off <laughs> in the zone. Yeah, but... you angered an entire zone. <laughs> I, I angered an entire server by by wasting wasting the big the big jack-o'-lantern dude in City Heroes that one time. It was pretty cool, though. But, you know, I just I cannot, I, you know, I just can't imagine what what the developers are thinking, you know, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me, and and they really, you know, it would be a lot easier to say, okay, we're going to shorten the length of this, but we're going to make it pretty difficult. I'd rather they do that than. Well, I would too. I'd rather have a real hard challenge than just monotonous grinding. Right. You know? I mean, yeah, I can like play monotonous. If I want monotonous grinding, there's plenty of games that can give me that. Yeah, exactly. But if I just want to... You could go to work. Or, well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It is work. It is work. You know, you should get paid. Touch your rant, then? Anyway, that's all I gotta feeling, say about that. Feeling the fury? That's all I gotta say about that. For the weekend gaming! Yay! Wee jeez. <laughs> you guys sound so enthused. Super high energy. Fucking cool, man. <laughs> it is with your news. Alright, let's get on it. Let's, let's talk about some virtual theft. There's a Dutch teenager who has uh, been arrested for allegedly stealing virtual furniture from rooms in a game called Habo Hotel. Man, it's pretty big. Which is a, uh, it's kind of like a, it's more of like a networking website, like a, yeah, like a huge Sims Online thing. Um, apparently, a 17-year-old is accused of stealing 4,000 euros worth of virtual furniture bought with real money. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, according, uh, basically, the accused is... He's accused of luring victims into handing over their Habo passwords by creating uh, fake websites, which you know they kind of you know he ma- he basically made made it look like he was like the website the <laughs> oh nice hotel website. Oh my god! And uh, my god. he got all their personal information and uh, usernames and passwords, <laughs> and started stealing furniture. Apparently, I don't understand. 
why you want to steal furniture and not something else in a game like this, but apparently yeah. he decided to steal their furniture. I guess furniture is worth a lot of real money. Well, yeah, I think that's the gist of it is they, they furnish their virtual hotel room. Yeah, apparently... Like MySpace in 3D. Yeah, apparently you buy... You have to buy, like, credits or something like that with real money. And, you know, depending on how much money you spend and how many... You know, versus how many credits it is. uh. It's funny, he's like an interior decorator thief. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like a virtual interior decorator thief. It's kind of funny. steal your design. Apparently apparently there's, like, about... Even, like... I think there's, like, six more teenagers who are being investigated. Wow. You know, in, in similar scams. It's like the bane of better homes and gardens or something. <laughs> exactly. Feng shui violators. <laughs> you ruined my harmony. Oh, oh no. no. Exactly. I only play this game to reach calm. In uh, some apocalyptic MMO news... Um, apparently, Interplay Studios is reopening their in-house development. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're re-emerging from bankruptcy. Will we see New Bard's Tale? No. No, apparently, the, the talk is about making a Fallout MMO. That's right, because they, they were going to make one of those. Yeah, they, they did, pulled. and then everything went to hell. Yeah. And, uh, and they sold they something, right? Out. And they're Yeah, back. they had they a had falling, falling out, out, so to speak. Fallout? And, you know, oh but apparently they're showing, you know, some financial progress, and now they're like, okay, we're going to reopen the studios up, and I guess they're looking for some financial backing, and... And would know, you be willing to contribute to that, Jay? Shit, if I had the money, yeah. <laughs> be I mean, God, a Fallout MMO? Angel investor? They sold something me? big, they sold a license to something big, didn't they, in order to get the $75 million to kickstart this project? Well, yeah, they, I mean, I think they sold, um... They sold a license to some franchise, I just can't remember. Yeah, well, they, I, I think they sold some IPs, you know, I think they actually, I think they had to have sold something to Bethesda, since Bethesda's gonna be working on that, uh, you know, the huge new, uh, Fallout 3, mm. apparently, um, you know, that's, of course, they're gonna, Bethesda will add their open-ended world, you know, RPG stamp to that. You know, but you know, of course, I, I'm you know I'm assuming they still own the license, so that's why they're going to try to go f- through with this with the uh, MMO thing, which I think would be really cool. I mean, I think you know an apocalyptic you know vision you know set in an M- you know on an MMO would just be really cool. Yeah, if, I mean, if they could not ruin Fallout, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd be excited to play it. Yeah, exactly. That's so, a tough one. That should be interesting. Uh, remember Fallout Tactics? <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah that that wasn't a very good game. Um, from the cheater cheater pumpkin eater files, <laughs> cheater cheater. Pumpkin. Uh, Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy uh, is reporting even more account bans. Um, they've they've banned apparently according to them it's about, been about four thousand accounts uh, this time out. Noah, were you one of the stricken? <laughs> we know you yeah, have we a know, we know how for hardcore, uh, how Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy player. I have never touched Final Fantasy XI. It just looked completely uninteresting. And it is, <laughs> as a person who sure. bought it. 
I was. Re- did you really? Oh yeah. Shout, we're gonna put you in the liar, liar. Pants I played it. I really got. File. Well, I was. This is and this is more of the fanboy in me, but I was mad they actually gave it a number rather than just saying it was Final Fantasy Online or something like. Yeah, that. because all the other yeah, numbered Final games Fantasy in the series 11. are yeah. real self-contained console RPGs that have a story and an ending and stuff like that. And I think in an cheesy marketing effort to try to boost sales of it, they named it Final Fantasy Eleven and messed up the numbering. It seems like series. an oxymoron to me, you know. How can it be the Final Fantasy? And it's an 11. <laughs> if it's well, it's interesting. Final Fantasy? Not so Final Fantasy. Well, they, Not so final. The way the name came about was when they made the very first Final Fantasy, that was their last-ditch effort to stay afloat. So they didn't know if it was going to be successful or not, and they expected they were that there was a really good chance they were going to fail, and they were going to close up shop. Shop. So the very first Final Fantasy, they thought might be their very last game, but it's long and like, old, it ended up being very successful. Oh yeah, it's like Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, every year he has a farewell tour. You know? <laughs> yeah, this would be my last tour. Boy, it sure sucks me in every year. <laughs> Until this I need more the drugs. last one, and it's I haven't good. heard that before. Yeah. I might never get to see Ozzy. As he Ozzy comes out on the wheelchair, <laughs> clapping. So, we got any more news there, Jay? Yes, I do. Apparently, according to OneUp.com, <laughs> Marvel Universe Online is dead. Oh, sorry. I think I overreacted, much like a certain journal uh, no what, yeah, what's certain the journalist yes uh, according to oneup.com use that term Mar- marvel universe <laughs> marvel universe online is dead or or close to dying or you know and why is that just not responding and you know how come because nobody's been talking about it that's how we know well if that's the Mark case Hood. then Wait, if we talk about it, then it'll be alive again. It Jim must Arl, be. Arl Cla- clap if you believe be in Tinkerbell. <laughs> clap. It's, it's kind of like Schrodinger's box, you know? It's the cat. It's alive or dead. And then once you open the box, it's... Anyway, this, this really bizarre <laughs> like article from oneup.com like quantum physics. was released, you know, basically citing that, you know, oh, we've got inside sources and, and, and looking at, you know... All the non-information about Marvel Universe <laughs> Online. We've come to the conclusion that Marvel <laughs> Universe Online must be dead. We have or, or built a mathematical proof, trouble. if you will, based on non-information. And item one, honestly, no information. I never saw anything in that article that basically proved that this game was dead. It just proved that no one was talking about it. It just proved that yeah. there wasn't no progress on it. There wasn't anybody talking about it. It is, after all, still in development. Cryptic, well, and some of the, yeah, Cryptic and just broke off and, you know, basically broke off their ties with their City of Heroes and City of Villains franchises. And you have to believe that they signed non-disclosure non-competition agreements yeah. and they can't yeah. talk about it. Exactly. So, <clears throat> no, but according according to, to the one upcom article, you know, it spells doom. Doom! Well, in the way they went about that, if, if these, indeed these two items are related, I'm, I'm not positive, is was even more dramatic because on their podcast they said, this dude, Shane, said that he had word that one of a very high-profile, eagerly anticipated game that was going to come out on the Xbox 360 was 97% chance of being canceled based on inside information, but he wouldn't say what it was. And then a couple days later, after lots of studios from Rare 
on down the line said, it's not our game. Well, it's not Alan Wake, and it's not going to be Banjo-Kazooie 3, and it's not going to be this, this, or this. Well, then we come down to one that I hadn't even thought of, which is Cryptic's Marvel Universe Online, because they're developing it for both PC and for 360, and it's under the Microsoft Game Studios umbrella. It's a co-development thing, so that would be one of the other high-profile ones. Right. And And Microsoft has destroyed games before. Well, they did that with actually the last MMO that was going to be on the Xbox, True Fantasy Online. It was apparently months away from being ready to be released, a very anime-styled MMO. I'm sure you would have loved Jay. <laughs> really, really anime-style. <laughs> yeah. What do you think I have something about anime, man? He likes their square little lies. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but that, that did get <laughs> like, pulled in. And that was a game that, that, a game that had lots of movies and stories and previews out about it and then the, the plug was pulled so well yeah I, I mean why. it's like it, uh, under under his logic Gods of Heroes should be released right now oh and yeah it should be uh, you know it should be like the best game ever because there were so many postings on MMORPG.com so every for, other page I mean, in PC Gamer was yeah, there were screenshots trailers blah 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 it was on the release you know you know developer them. interviews left and right you know so that game should be out nope it was shelved you Does know, that mean the Warhammer Online is going to be shelved? Yeah, probably. <laughs> They're not talking. They canceled their beta. It's all over. Doom. Yeah, I doubt that. Doom, doom. There's mm. a chance it could be true, but right now there's no way, there's no concrete proof to say that well, There's it not even close, you know, and it's just... It's just as likely it could be true, just as likely as it could be false. You know, it's kind of, it, it's kind of funny, and it kind of... It would have offended me because, you know, the, I think he quoted one of the guys at 10tonhammer.com. Oh, the 10 Ton Hammer guy wasn't uh, too happy interview. about his part of the quote. Yeah, you know, it was like, oh, he had this interview, you know, and it was like, but the question and then the answer to the question... Didn't line up. Didn't oh. line up. And he was like, this is proof! Oh, and ten, and he also decided to demote 10 Ton Hammer to blog status yeah, in the same you know, article. Yeah, they're a blog. It's like, no, I'm sorry. No, Channel Massive, the most- that's a blog. Yeah. yeah, 10 Ton Hammer, that's kind of a I'm fan I'm sorry, but 10 Ton Hammer is like one of the first and foremost, you know, in my opinion, they're one of the best places to go for MMO news and stuff like that. Right. I mean, they, they just, they do a good job. So, I don't know. I, I thought it was done Luke in Smith leaves one up for Bungie, and look what happens. <laughs> and if you guys want to give us your input on what you think about the story, we recently posted a poll that lets you say whether you think the game is cancelled or not and there's actually also links to the two stories that Jason's been referencing the rumor mongering over on 1UP as well as the response over at 10 Ton Hammer so go to our website the check blog it out. 10 Ton Hammer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody from 10 Ton Hammer is listening to this we're with you we are with you um. Also, I guess in big in big MMO news, the uh, World of Warcraft patch 2.3 was recently released. Bit ahead of schedule there, Noah. Yeah. Remember, you thought it would be like December. Well, because it took them ten months. To, I know. <laughs> to release ten or 2.2 after they announced it. Yeah. It, that's good news because that means hypothetically we could return back to there and I could level up and get your finally succubus. get my succubus. Well, actually, you can level up faster. Yeah, that's why we were waiting. They've been saying. Yeah. Um. Because. Yeah. 
middle content is no longer important in World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one they coming. They finally acknowledged it. Eh? Oh, well, no, yeah. they have. They have. I mean, it's like so blatantly obvious. It's they like added a few middle, leveling middle between, content quests. Leveling between levels, what, what did they say? They, they Leveling improvements between 20 and 60... You know the experience they've been—they're going to give you between those levels—is has been increased. The, the quest, the quest experience has been increased. So basically, they're just telling you, eh, skip the middle content if you want. The guy that writes the Alliance leveling guide, Brian Cop, Knopp, whatever he uh, sent out a thing today, and he's refined his guide because of these changes. He went through it on the test servers, mm-hmm. and because of the leveling curve now, you don't have to do a single instance or grind at all. You just basically do quests from beginning to end, and you never have to grind to level up from one to seventy. Well, well, frankly, you know, I don't to me, mind the whole like grinding part. But yeah, it is an improvement. I think you know skipping, you know skipping some of the quests. I mean, because you could actually probably skip some of the quests too. Oh, probably because you know, the quests give you more experience, and, and it's on an increasing curve as you go up. The higher the level, the more experience you get for quests. Yeah, it's like Shadowfang Keep. Why bother going there anymore when you can just blow right through Which it? Which is like you know? one of the best Which is one of the cooler instances, in my opinion. Yeah. Huh. You know, it's like, eh. You know, so, so basically what they're saying is it's no longer about the journey anymore. It's just about getting you from level 1 to 70. It's about the as end. As fast as we could possibly get you. Which yep. is great. I mean, that's something that you guys have all complained about. Yep. In previous episodes. See, we've also complained that no. we don't like I the mean, rating. So basically, <laughs> no, there's I, just we, no point anymore. No, I think so you've actually you're missed just a bunch of complaints. Missed a lot of yeah, what we've been we, saying. What we, we've actually begged for middle content. <laughs> yep. We've actually... We actually stress more that, that the journey of getting there is more important than actually getting there. And they, they make it seem like, okay, you could just skip all this content that we've created for you because... Eh, it's no longer important. But the thing is, you guys, I haven't missed it because you guys have complained about how lame and annoying it is. So one possible solution is to make a, is to go through it quicker than ever so you don't have to deal with it. And it's less to complain about. Yeah. I don't know. I I, it's not what you guys have been asking for as a solution where you want more compelling content. But since they're obviously not going to go back and rewrite the book or the design that they've created. No, I mean, they're putting well it all into the new stuff. Which put it to the side. Level. Yeah. Well, they did add some mid-level quests, but just in one zone or something. Yeah. Oh, that, and apparently they've caused a little bit of stir by revamping the warden. Yes, uh, the warden checker. But that guy's article was whacked. Yeah, I, I took a brief look at that, and it kind of looked like a lot of paranoid. So if if his, I think his basic theory was something along the lines of. If someone were to exploit this warden thing, why well, they could take over your computer because everything is encrypted. And it's like, the point of it is, is if they could get as far as exploiting warden, they'd have already taken over your computer. And they could already do what they would allegedly use warden to do. So what's the point, you know? Right. If you're going to... And, and I think somebody on... I think it was Slashdot had a really good comment, which was, just have one computer for gaming and one computer for everything else, so... You know, if you're if you're really worried about it, the you know the security issues with your computer, don't have QuickBooks loaded on it too, you know, or something. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like a bit of a stretch to me. I mean, Warden is there to keep people from cheating, and is it more invasive than Google Desktop? I kind of doubt it. I mean, it does monitor what more you're doing with your than computer. Windows Update. 
Yeah. <laughs> Could anything be more than Windows Genuine Advantage or right. for God's sake, you know? So, I don't yeah. know. I mean, there's a lot of things running on your computer that kind of suck right now. Anyway, they've just... also added, like, of course, they added a new high-level instance. For, yep, for another 70s. troll one. Um, guild banks have been introduced because we all know that everybody loves to help their guild mates. Share the wealth. Share the wealth. Um, you can use it for repairs. That's kind of cool for warriors. Actually, one of the cool, cooler things I, I saw was they actually improved one of the zones uh, that I've always, I actually personally always thought was kind of one of those throwaway zones that they really didn't spend a lot of time on. Uh, hmm. Deswalla Marsh apparently has been kind of totally revamped. That is kind of a throwaway zone. Yeah, it, it really was. You know, it was like some horde quests were there, and it was kind of just like. They had some alliance quests there too, but it really just wasn't that great of a zone, I thought. Yeah. It's kind of like a. It, it was. It was like a throwaway zone. Uh. You know, and of course, the usual. The usual class balancing that we <laughs> always see in, in every patch. Um, I wonder if they've nerfed pallies again. I didn't read through the notes. You know, I didn't read through all the notes either, and I'm not going to go blow by blow through them. That's but what other podcasts are for. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all know. We all know that there were some "quote unquote" balancing going on between the clouds. <clears throat> nerfing. Yeah, nerfing. <clears throat> I bet warlocks are somehow more powerful. <laughs> well, I can only hope so, since they're my favorite class. But. So is that the last of our news? That's the last of the news that I have. Oh, I had the layoffs. Um, oh, yes. Oh, so you're, you're laid off. I'm laid off. At Channel Massive, we've we've run into a bit of a budget crunch, as you know. Um, this isn't my idea. It came down from corporate. But um, <laughs> what, they've, what they've told me is cut cut once, cut deep. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, Jason, I'm going to ask you to take your... Okay. Stuff and leave. All right. Well, you know, if we wouldn't offend all our sponsors all the time. Well, that since, was... since this is my last episode, I'd like to say a big fuck you <laughs> to uh, all of our sponsors <laughs> and to the uh, three other uh, hosts of this show. And uh, <laughs> I'd just like to say uh, thanks. Thanks for nothing, you bastards. Sure, we'll... You know what? Um, if Jason's gone, I'm gone too. Oh, that was that was another thing corporate told me, which was that if Jason went, we'd probably take Jim out too, which would be good because we only have enough for severance for Jason. But thank you for volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> sure, no problem. <laughs> we, we appreciate that. Well, Noah, I guess it's just you. Oh, there's a new aim here from corporate. <laughs> Noah, um, the deep cut has gone deeper, and uh, so. We'll- <laughs> Apparently it's just me. Unless your manifest oh, destiny can be re- so realized. <laughs> Apparently I've been let go too. So well. we're not so massive anymore, are we? <laughs> minuscule. Welcome You're to minuscule. Channel minuscule. Ch- channel. Welcome minuscule. to dead airspace. Channel yeah. empty set. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's next? Boy. Uh, something funny, I hope. No, yeah. After the layoffs, yeah, that was pretty rough. It's the round table.
So we've been seeing a trend in recent games. It's got sexy background music. <laughs> Recently we've had The Witcher come out, which is features it? this sickly looking... He, he has been placid, mutated. Uh, who, no, placid with the... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> placid and flaccid. And now no one knows that for sure. Yeah, we don't. Except well, for his conquests. According conquest. to the game, it's it's he's a, far from that. Because yeah, he's quite virile. Every single mission he goes through, he gets to bed. Every single chick he runs into, and then he gets a little collector's card afterwards of the conquest chick card. In Sweet. Sultry pose, and and it's edited uh, in the U.S. compared to what's released for the U.K. That's right. There's the cards so, aren't naked. Yeah, we got the toned down ones for reasons I don't yes. fully comprehend. Damn it! Because, because we're. Oh yeah, we're little kids here. Right. We're still off of the <laughs> boobies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you read ever read like whatever a GQ or yeah. some magazine in in the UK or Europe or anywhere else? We're still fresh off the Mayflower at Plymouth Rock. <laughs> Let's see, we left that country. Our puritanical. Our, our ideals are. Our theoretical forefathers left. <laughs> left the country because of religious intolerance and people were uptight. And they came here and what are we? We're more uptight? Yeah, go figure. Yeah, wow. But that begs the question. Uh, the industry still continues to go down this path, whether it's hot coffee or the hot date Manhunt 2. Manhunt, you know, whether it's sex or violence. There's going to be games that are being made there. Sex is violence. There's no legislation or anything <laughs> curbing, <laughs> curbing these games. Which I, I don't have a problem with, but the question is, is it ultimately good for us? Is it good for the business? Is it good for gamers? Is it good for kids who are inevitably going to get their hands in these games with the hope of fulfilling some kind of hidden fantasy? Jason? What's the question? Right, yeah, I'm like I'm <laughs> confused already. Is it good for games? Is it good for games to be included? Sex and violence? Is, is, is mature content good or bad for, for MMOs? For MMOs specifically. I don't know. I think it's kind of cooler. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have like a more mature setting in some of these some of these games. Like, you know, like Age of Conan is going to be more stylistically mature, you know, as far as, you know, the overall environment, I think. And, yeah. you know, it's going to be more of a harsh world. Rob, and, Robert E. Howard didn't envision a... Cute little my my pony no, environment, exactly. right? There yeah. were I mean, there were slave there was like slave white slavery girls, going on. Yeah. There was you know I mean raping and pillaging. It was dark fantasy. It was very very dark we're fantasy. Rape, kill, pillage, and burn. We're gonna rape, kill, pillage, and burn. <laughs> Eat babies, rape, kill, pillage, and burn. We're gonna rape, kill, Quite pillage, the and burn. Eat babies, rape. Uh, <laughs> Mark, what is best in life? Uh, to see your enemy driven before you, to hear the lamentation. Oh, I got it out of order. Crap. Darn it. Crush your to crush your enemies, point, to see, see them the driven women. before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. Yeah, that was good. That's how uh, he envisioned Conan. Yeah, it wasn't like to, to a falcon at your wrist, the wind in your hair. It wasn't the first guy's answer. That's right. It was much the better. The first guy's answer was like, Pussification of America. Conan's <laughs> right. answer was the He-Man version. Right. I mean, it was a dark. It's a dark. It's the subject matter is dark. It is racy. It's you know. It it 
I certainly read it when I was an adolescent. Thought this is so cool. You know, I mean, that that was the subject matter at, for that. And to make a game that's you know way less as far as what they can what they can you know pull off with it. I don't know that it's you know, they're not doing it justice. I mean, I'm trying to think of some like what if Playboy Mansion had all the women just wore jumpsuits the whole time, like full head-to-toe jumpsuits. Mm, I don't think you'd see a lot of people going to the parties. <laughs> no, it's like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> They wear the jumpsuits. <laughs> um, you know, I just... I, <laughs> they have one underneath. <laughs> More jumpsuits. <laughs> layer upon layer of hot. When I say hot, I mean hot, like heat stroke. Hot fluorescent um, orange. Yeah. Ooh, underneath. Followed by hot fluorescent yellow. <laughs> Yellow and green. I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, that's the content. So shouldn't the game kind of reflect it? And I think part of the M rating is the sex and part of it is the violence, as Jason was saying. I mean, there's gore, lots of blood. I think from the trailers I've seen, the blood is maybe even overdone. It's almost like Kill Bill level of blood and gore. Like 300 almost. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I don't know that that's an accurate... That's cool, though. You know. It's cool, but is it actually going to make it through all the ratings and political stuff that's been going on I hope the last so. couple of years? I hope they don't pie out and release something well, that's like... You could say well, I mean, I'm sure they're going to include options to turn the gore off. Yep, they always do. But, I mean, it would be an adults-only rating. And what is the what is the ESRB rating, Jim? I don't know. I mean, it... Captain like Lookup. Captain Lookup. I mean, I've seen, uh, like, mature only. rating. Yeah. Is, there, is there actually, adults like, only. a game... There's a game rating that says adults yeah. only, right? Really. That is what it would be if it was... So it's just, like, the movies. So, so that's, like, nudity. that's like the NC-17 rating, I guess. Right? Well, actually, mature content are t- titles rated M for mature have content that may be suitable for persons ages 17 and older. Okay, so, so that would be NC-17. Titles in this category may contain intense violence, blood, and... So gore. adults only would be rated X. Sexual content and a strong language. Adults only titles rated AO have content that should be... should only be played by persons 18 years and older. Because, and you know... Retailers out because the difference between carry. 17 and 18... Massive. Well, as Kip Winger said... Is you can go to war. <laughs> She's only <and> <laughs> seven. Yeah. you can't go drinking. You can't drink. You can die for your country, but you better not drink or... And you can see porn. Yeah. Well, you know. But, I mean, there's, there's retailers out there. I think Target, Walmart, the largest retailers of video games in the country will not sell games that are rated AO. So I don't think... There's hardly been any games at all that have come out that are AO. No, there's hardly any. I, I mean, I think the games AO games, the AO games are probably like those crazy arcade games like Custer's Last Stand and stuff like that, which are like they're supposed to be X-rated or whatever. You know, they're they're designed they're designed for more. There, it is definitely a sexual kind of thing. These yeah. are suit Larry uncensored. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, you know, but I, I just don't think that, I don't think that it's like, kind of like a sales suicide to release an AO game, right? Because it won't get out on the shelves. No, no one would run it. Mm -hmm. And Target's now following Walmart's example as far as their sense, like, I don't think they're going to sell Manhunt 2. So, you know. It's the new thing. Because Rockstar. Thirteen year history of the Entertainment Software Rating Board, only twenty three games have ever been rated adults only. 
Oh, yeah. What are those oh, games? I, have I want to get them. them. What Where a coincidence. Can I those? <laughs> Where can you get them? Not at Walmart, I bet. No. Playboy nope. the Mansion. Private, Private party. party. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lula 3D. Fahrenheit Indigo. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto was San Andreas. San, San Andreas. It was rated AO, really. Well, after the hot coffee, the hot coffee thing, oh. a bunch of crap. Leisure Suit Larry. That, Leisure you can't suit find Larry. that. Magna cum laude. Can't find that Singles. anywhere anymore, though. I bet they've pulled most of those yeah. off the shelves. Entertainment casinos. Critical point. Tomiki check in. Water closet, the forbidden chamber. <laughs> 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 well, I gotta play oh. that one. Snowdrop, exchange. Real kill, all nude Nikki. Body language, Rihanna Rouge. Wet the sexy empire. <laughs> all nude glamour, all nude cyber. Cyber photographer. Simply called cyber photographer. The joy of sex. Playboy screensaver, the women of Playboy, and Crystal Fantasy. I want to find out what the What's sexy really empire funny is. is most of these no, are released what? by Mac Daddy. Entertainment, Mac Daddy Entertainment. Yeah, Hell yeah. Know, about the rest of them were related, uh, were released by Peach Princess Video Games. Mm. So they're you know all all award winning games. I'm sure. Yes, they've I mean, all won Game of the Year awards from uh, from IGN.com and yeah, all the other and all the other sources. major websites out there. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess the the point of it is, I mean. I think that. I think By the that, way, guys, this is my Christmas list for this. <laughs> Go ahead and register that with uh, Amazon. I will uh, virtual today. We'll, we'll hook you up. Um, but, you know, I, I I just think the subject matter for or like Age of Conan, it begs to have. I think everything that the books kind of evoked. Well, I think it needs a mature rating. I mean, I, do too. I don't think it can work. I don't think it needs. Way. I don't think I need no to way. have people having sex in the streets or something. You know, it, it oh. doesn't need to be over the top, but it should represent what the what the content was. It shouldn't well, maybe, be too maybe that's down. why they decided to to get rid of uh, Rome, the the Rome game, Gods and Heroes. They couldn't have. They couldn't have couldn't the Caligula have scenes. Yeah, they couldn't have the they couldn't have the Age of Caligula right in that game because well, Caligula was. Pretty pervert. It was the he lead was pretty man. He was like he was one of the most perverse motherfuckers out there. Yeah, he more was than me and you combined, oh, yeah. <laughs> and more psychotic. Mm-hmm. If you can believe that, yeah, you need to drink more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could, you guys got a lot of you have far to go to equal Caligula, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I just don't know. I, you don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. Oh it's my true. God! Noah's pulled up some uh, interesting <laughs> screenshots. <laughs> they are available. But I don't Let's recommend. Put links. Let's put links on the blog. <laughs> oh, that's just okay. in case we have any underage listeners. <laughs> yeah, we... don't go looking for any of those titles on the internet. <laughs> yeah, they are there. Oh boy. Oh, it looks like the Kama Sutra. <laughs> Stop, Noah! The the podcast is screeching <laughs> to a halt. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? I forgot. Uh, it Excuse me time. while I whip this out. <laughs> oh no, not here. <laughs> Um, well, the studio is soundproof. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I mean seriously though, it's like oh, seriously. I, I think that 
I think the MMOs do need some kind of... They need some kind of option for more... Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> they do need more options for more mature gamers out there, I think. I mean, as far as... I mean, I'm not, I'm not just talking, like, the, the, the TNA, the tits and ass. I'm talking about, like, violence. I'm talking... Or even, I'm talking even subject matter could be... I'm talking environment. I'm talking... You know, I'm talking, you know, gameplay where it's not just, you know... I'm I'm hunting you know I'm hunting rabbits for this quest you know carrying the mail yeah you know I'm carrying the mail you know, <laughs> you know in this quest I'm supposed to go out and I'm supposed to slaughter people you know and I'm supposed to slaughter them mercilessly merc- mercilessly <laughs> Damn it. and when know, I'm done I get a hot bitch and, and when I'm done hey you know what <laughs> and then I might eat somebody that would be a cool quest reward wouldn't it yeah it's better than you a get mirror. like a harem girl or something <laughs> like that. He's like, say, say you're, say you're, you're supposed to infiltrate this, you know, crazy place, you know, and and the king is like, or the lord of the, you know, particular province that you're dealing with. He's like, I'll give you the slave girl. That that would be your quest reward, as opposed to gold, as opposed to a badge and a single origin enhancement. Exactly, as well, opposed to you know, you'll never see that in a as in opposed a mainstream to a weapon. Game. Wouldn't it be cool if he was like, I will offer you up. My finest, my finest slave girl. Right. I mean, you just, she will follow you and do whatever you want. I mean, that's Conan. That would be hilarious. That would be Conan. I mean, even if you like watch the the first movie, I mean, when he was like uh, uh, like a gladiator, you know, they were he, he had a steady stream of slave women that mm-hmm. were. I mean, he was gladiator. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh God! I just flew in from Vegas, and like boy, are my now? arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> I loves me some anime right now. Let me tell you. Oh my God! But you know, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that 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 is mature subject matter. You know, you never see it in like EverQuest or World of Warcraft or no, you any would. of the. Any of those games? I mean, obviously they're not supposed. They're supposed to be for people of ages below mature rating. Well, you know, I even think the violence. The violence has like been so toned down. It's like the violence is way toned down. I think you know mm-hmm. anymore. It's like okay, well, you know, you can show some semblance of a blood splatter here or or whatnot, but you never see like full decapitations or. Well, Age of Conan will have that. and stuff like that, you know. I'd love to see, you know, arms being chopped off or, Man, you know, you know, a sword just totally going through somebody with a blood splatter coming out the other end, you know. That kind of thing. I'd well, love to see that kind I of really thing. I've really seen most games that's for that kind of level of <laughs> destruction is like gibbing, where you just see... Yeah, you see their chunks, but it's like, it's so nondescript, you know. It's like, all right, I blew this guy up, so he's just nothing but body parts. I'd love to see, I'd love to see the arm flying off, you know, or, right, or, you know, just, or you're able to perform some kind of power move where it, like, totally rips his head apart. Well, in that screenshot for Fallout 3, they've managed to pull that one off. I'd love to see, like, the blood, like, covering you and your swords and stuff, you know, and you're just, like, standing there. Wasn't there an FPS that was known for that where you could shoot off body parts? 
Yeah, oh, people were mad about that one. I can't remember the name of it. It though. came out like a few years ago. Yeah, you, it had a it had a targeting system for you could blow arms and legs off, and yeah. they would continue to crawl at you if they. Had, That's awesome. I forget what it was called though. See, and as long as it doesn't look like another human being, though, you're allowed to get away with stuff like that. And in, like in Half Life Two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like yeah. when you when you take the gravity gun and you're able to throw those. Uh, uh, you're you're able to throw the rotary saw mm-hmm. parts. Oh yeah, at them. Carve those guys. It totally up. carves them up. It chop. You could chop their heads off. You can cut them in half, and it shows them being cut in oh, half. Oh yeah, yeah. That's but right. of course, they're aliens, so it's okay to show stuff like that. Or they were humans, but they're. Or they were humans, they're, but they're but they're now the head crabs. They're now aliens. You know, but, so it's okay to show stuff like that as long as they're like an alien being, right? You know, well, damn it, I want to see stuff like that. I mean, I don't... You see, I, I think that's the weird distinction. It's like, they, they, they say, okay, well, you can show that as long as it's, like, some kind of monster, or if it's, like, an alien or something like that. If, it, if it's like that in a video game, it's okay for you to do that. But if you're... If it's shown that you're you're killing somebody in that way, and, and the person that you're killing is a human being on the other end, or has any semblance of a human being... Nope. And it's not good. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just... The big question is, is it destroying America? <laughs> America. America. U.S. Americans. Home of the brave. U.S. Americans. U.S. Americans. Or from the Iraq. From the Iraq. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the question. Is, is this bad for games or... Muff diver. What, what, what is the... Who has naked muff diving? What do you think, Noah? You've been kind of... Awkwardly silent. <laughs> He's surfing porn. Oh, I yeah, know. Noah's surfing on that porn tangent right now as we're speaking. No, so it's... my browser's closed. Yeah, now I it just is. have the show notes. <laughs> it was worth it for your reactions. <laughs> I didn't think they'd actually have screenshots for those games, but they do. Flesh flute. Anyways, uh, I think it would be nice. I don't know. That'd be nice. How critical it would be because there's. I mean, some of the games that I like the most, they aren't hardly violent in any way. If it's compelling, if it's part of the license, like it is with Conan, if that contributes to the authenticity of the game, then yeah, sure. But just doing it for the sake of doing it, yeah, doesn't really. That's what a lot of these well, other. See, you know, I, I agree with that. I, I totally see where you're coming from there. I mean, you know, if if you're just doing it for the sake of doing it, then. You know, I, I don't see a point in it, but if it fits the the environment that you're trying to create, then by all means, you know, I, you know, I'd love to see something like that. Right. So I you guess know, our- and I, I don't think it's going to harm the community at all. You know, I, I mean, I think it's going to draw. You know, I think a lot of people's worries are in, in Age of Conan. It's going to draw a bunch of you know, prepubescent kids who are looking for nothing more than a bunch of, you know, virtual titty. Right, as opposed to older guys like us looking for... Yeah, they're looking <laughs> like... Well, they're, no, I mean, seriously, they're, like, yeah. looking for the more authentic environment. Well, I think there's an interesting cultural distinction. In Europe, it's not a big deal. And in America, it's only a big deal because they continue to make a big deal about blocking it. It's novel. It's like, oh, wow, there's going to be this sexual content because it's always so held back and restrained and rated. And it's, you know, on the one hand, I don't want to see a flood of it in every single game, but I 
wouldn't mind just getting over it and just getting over that hurdle and just right <laughs> moving on right on something more important to bigger and better real problems yeah as opposed to the evils of video game yeah content. the violence thing I can kind of understand because it can get people into sociopathic psychological dreams and fantasies and stuff like that but the sex thing I think is really stupid but I mean like games is violence in games is one thing and obviously has been blamed on everything from Columbine to exactly the you know I mean it's just this constant well, so it's rock and roll for that matter what about what about <laughs> like that movie saw right like that seems to be a movie with a thin plot mostly wrapped around showing you images that give you nightmares yeah at least in my case uh you know i mean it's just these horrible you know one guy has to cut his leg off and they just you know they come up with these traps and contraptions that they put people through for torture it's you a know horrible movie yeah I mean, it's, it's a franchise you know it seems like yeah, they, they come out with one every freaking every halloween yeah and it's like so you're saying that you know video game games are leading to all these terrible things that t- tip somebody off to, you know, they go off the deep end and go on a killing spree, allegedly. But media like that, which is easy to repeat, I mean, you know, in a game, maybe you'll run into some violent scene only during certain circumstances. Certain, I'm sorry, only if certain circumstances arise, right? Something like yeah. a headshot or something like that. But, you know, with those, it's just media you can play over and over and over again, which you see over and over and over again, you're subjected to it. It's just, I, I guess I just don't understand why we have to be so concerned about the content of video games compared to other media like that. And why, you know, why it gets Because they're the rap. tools of the devil. That's, I, I don't know, not to get into a political argument or anything. Or How dare you even attempt to argue with me? I, I do. I, a lot of it has to do with the, you know, the 50% of the country that's, that's just ultra conservative. You know? Right. I guess my... It's like, why pick on games, though? I mean, there's... I mean, yes, they have... They don't. I mean, they, they pick on all in it. I mean, they yeah. do. They they pick on rock and roll. They pick on movies. They pick on games. They pick on everything. Don't let my baby see the devil in the... <laughs> in the game. The video game. <laughs> Lord. Lord. You are going straight to a hell. Yeah, it's it's just... Can I get an amen from the congregation? Amen, brother. Amen. Amen <laughs> to the almighty Lord. You know, there's nothing wrong with having beliefs and morals, certainly. <sighs> but enforcing and <laughs> in, in, inflicting it upon everyone. I don't know. I mean, I just think that, you know, I, I think our point is, is that we just need to, we need to see some more mature content in some of these games. You know, especially if the well, if the environment if that's the if that's it. what it calls for, like The Witcher is supposed to be a dark fantasy game, and it definitely has. Yeah, the slogan is what no good, e- no good, no evil, right? Decisions and consequences, or something like that. Yeah, I mean that's what their that's their whole angle, and um, you know I'm sure a lot of people are gonna totally n- ignore what what many are saying is a game you know on par with um, Oblivion or maybe slightly less than Oblivion, but nonetheless a really solid RPG mm. yeah. because of its darker content. I'm actually really interested. I, I haven't looked this up or anything, but do you guys know how much these ratings are enforced by whatever Best Buy or online stores or wherever a person would buy a video? 
Oh, like if you go to um, if I were an, years an old EB and wanted to buy a, a mature rated game, right? Do they actually? Are they going to ask for my ID? I've seen it. I've seen them. I've seen them check people's IDs. Obviously, I'm at the age now where they don't check to see if I'm 17. But I've seen them. I've it seen to me all the time. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> so baby faced. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they they do enforce it. It's you know, I don't think they get. I don't think they have the typical. You know, um, I got carded. I got carded for buying, uh, for buying uh, cigarettes. Well, not cigarettes. <laughs> the uh, what was it? The latest copy of Barbie Dreamhouse online. I mean, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was embarrassing. Barbie's Dreamhouse <laughs> online. <laughs> uh, anime dream. I don't think that was the name of the one you were buying. Oh, but. <laughs> sorry. House was in it. <laughs> Barbie was. I don't think it's Barbie. Mm. <laughs> it's Barbara. Bambi. It was actually Barbara's dream house of pleasure. That's right. <laughs> Two thousand. The best little Barbie dream house in Texas. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they are they are fairly well enforced, and you know they don't do the scams like they do in liquor stores, where they I don't think you typically see. You know the cops trying to bust them for so selling like, to minors. I but. mean, it, it is a voluntary rating system, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, think so. There's a, yeah, there's it's not government legislated. I, I mean, they're they're not going to take away uh, some license or like a liquor license. You no anything like that? They're not going to shut down Best Buy if they sell no a video game to a minor. No, it's you know it's the best effort I think, but right they do they're pretty good about it from what I've seen. Good discussion. I think we're done. Yeah. Time to bring this mature show to an end. This episode of Channel Massive has been brought to you by the letter X and the number 69. Why do you always iron clothes when you talk sexy, Jason? Tune in next week (laughs) when we bring you some hot, juicy information on the latest MMO games. Massive. Come on by. Thanks, Jay. Yeah, that was Pre- awesome. Appreciate man. that ending. It was For our uh, massive members out there, how do they get a hold of us, Noah? Massive members. <laughs> <laughs> they can email us. Reach out and touch us through email. M-A-I-L at channelmassive.com. M-A-L-E. <laughs> no, <laughs> there is no M-A-L-E. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Massive mail. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, after listening to this episode, you may well want to go straight <laughs> to iTunes and post a review with 
everything you'd like us to never do again. And that's okay. But we'd like to hear from you. We'd love some feedback. Yes. We'd like to know what we can do to make this like Hot your favorite. Uh, just normal feedback. Just make this your... Uh, <laughs> just, just normal. Just normal. <laughs> Even maybe lukewarm or cold would be acceptable. But Send us your bras and panties. Uh, oh, that sounds painful. But whatever you do, <laughs> let us know what we can do to make this a uh, podcast you, you come to love. I think that wraps it up. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.